Speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, November 13th, 2023. Not today's episode. Uh, we got I fucking uh, shit. It's already intro time. Big Drew, you know, he's feeling fine on the microphone. Two times, three, four times, put it in his butt, in his behind, yeah. Stick a thumb in his bum, wiggle it around, just for fun. I said, hey, is that poo on my thumb? And my name is Drew. Hi, welcome to another episode of This is Big Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, November 13, 2023. Hey, how are you? Did you have a nice weekend? Uh, did you have a nice weekend? I uh, Did you get started on your Christmas shopping? You know, the holidays are only six weeks away. And if you don't start now, then before you know it, it's going to be too late. And then you're going to be standing there in the aisles on December 24th going, Oh, jeez. Oh, my. It's Christmas already. And I don't have any presents for my loved ones. Uh, yeah, fucking... Okay, good. That's a shitty way to start. Okay, uh, so let's, <laughs> I had a good weekend. Let's start at the show with a little bit of a... How was my motherfucking weekend? Okay. Uh, yeah, so here we go. Uh, we got also a custody of the week. I got to do a fucking, uh, I got, I got a custody. I got a fucking custody of this week. Um, okay, so I had a good fucking week. Um, we are back, uh, at the Corner Comedy Club. So I was back. I had a couple fucking gigs. I had a gig. Okay, so I keep working for, uh, for Israel every fucking Thursday this month, which was actually pretty fucking sick. Um, <clears throat> cause he's a good, it's just a good fucking, it's just a good guy to work for. So we're, <laughs> we're at this fucking show and it is, uh, the Uptown Social House in Burlington, Uptown Social, yeah, yeah, Uptown Social House in Burlington. I got there fucking early and, uh, this is the first time this venue has ever done fucking stand up comedy. Now they do, uh, dueling pianos and fucking like live music and shit, but uh, this is like a music fucking venue bar. So we get there and they got mass amount of TVs going on and uh, the regulars there. And they're, this is one of those bars like this is clearly the first time they've ever tried to do stand up. So bars sometimes when they're not invested, they like somehow got like convinced to do a fucking comedy night, but they're not actually still on it. They'll go, OK, so it's kind of they want to have an open relationship with the comedy show. <laughs> so they want to they want to say, OK, we'll have the comedy show. But, you know, if my regulars want to come in and fucking drink and watch the game, then we're going to we got to let that happen, too. So they can a percentage of the crowd will be paid and a percentage will not. And a percentage will be paying attention to the show and a percentage will not because I don't know what the business owner thinks here. It's, it's the, like I said, it's the equivalent of of a guy being like, come on, baby, like. Let's keep this relationship open. Like, why do we, what, what do we, do we don't, we don't, we don't got to make it exclusive. <laughs> so, so I'm in this open relationship fucking comedy show on Thursday night. And, uh, finally, like whatever, I'm just like trying to quarterback the situation in that. It's just like, can we get the TVs off? Can we turn the lights down? 
you know, the waitress is like talking at like full ass volume as if it's like just normal, like as if the dueling pianos are going on. Like literally, it's like a comedy show. And she's like, Sarah, Sarah, can you draw? Can you run table six? And it's like, <laughs> there's a fucking show going on right now. It was so funny. So I'm the MC and honestly, this crowd, in addition to the bar itself being like comedy newbie, everyone at the crowd is a fucking comedy newbie too. Like, I don't think there are any explicit comedy fans there. And I, and I'm, I don't think many of them have been to a show before. I would be shocked if, or I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if it was a lot of people's first comedy show was that bar there that night. Because man, I, and I knew, and I know like, that's the other beauty of like experiences. Like, okay, I've been here before. Like, I know this isn't hostage mic. At least this is like one step up from hostage mic comedy in that, the, at least the like the people who paid money to be here, but they I don't think they know what they're getting or what or what the fuck they're in for or whatever. So like I do go up to do the five minute warning, and I'm like, hey everybody, like how's it going? Thank you so much for being here. How's everybody doing? And just nothing. It was like I was talking into a fucking like cafeteria. And they were just like, that's an annoying announcement. Like, I'm just going to keep talking over this annoying announcement that I'm hearing over the PA speaker. And I was like, just want to let everybody know, like, we got about five minutes. We're going to start the show in five minutes. Uh, how many people are here for the show? And then, like, uh, finally, uh, then it's like, okay, they, I'm doing the tone of voice where even if you're not hearing what I'm saying, you're hearing. Hey, my name, <laughs> and when you, hear, when you hear that particular set of notes... Hey, come on, baby. How's everybody moving? You fucking <laughs> like as long as I'm doing those notes, like that there's a part of your brain that's like I I gotta even if I'm in a full conversation with someone, I'm gonna fucking woo, sorry, what we got it. I know we're out of thing here. So I knew it was gonna be hard off the bat. And so I go up and I'm like trying to do my solid sure audience fucking thing. Like my, my tried and true how to MC a comedy show fucking 101. Right. So I'm going up there and I'm like, fucking buddy, like, let me get let me get the fucking how, you know, how's everybody doing? Thank you for being here. We got a great show lined up. Your headliner is Patrick K. Blah, 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 blah. We got a lot of great shows. You know, and I'm Drew. I'm your host. Do we got anybody? What's going on? How's the crowd? And like, it's just like nothing. They're like stonewalling me. Half the crowd is like not listening. The other half is like fucking just doesn't give a fuck. And uh, and it was just hard. so I'm like, Kate, this is where you have there's no room for setups, only punchlines. So I'm doing jokes that I swore I'd never do before. $200 fucking skateboard, fucking whatever, like old shit, like really old, just just trash Stuff that I am like, uh, not trash, but stuff that I have like dis elected to no longer perform anymore. And uh, it's going to death shitty-ish. And I'm like, okay, fuck it. Like, whatever. I'm like, you know what? At this point, and then the owner of the bar starts flicking the lights because they're trying to figure out the lighting situation. And he flicks the lights on and off, the house lights, probably like seven, eight times. So the first three times he goes on, off, on, off on off and i'm like i'm just gonna ignore this and continue to do my things they're gonna figure out the light but then four more times on off on off now at this point i probably would have acknowledged it if it was any other comedy show or whatever but i'm like i don't give a fuck i'm just barging this but it goes on off on off on off <laughs> and i'm like 
eventually it got to the point where I was like, I'm like literally in the middle of a joke being like, so uh, my favorite part about Costco, what the fuck is going on right now? Am I having a stroke? <laughs> and I can see buddy. Like I can see him on, off, on, off, on, off, on. And it's like, I'm like, what the, are you like, are, are, are you trying to communicate with me right now? Like, I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? So there's all this fucking shit and like this crowd has no idea even what a stand-up comedy is show is. I've done better at hostage mic comedy, which is where comedy shows are happening the, where the venue has no control over the door and none of the people in the venue even know there's a show that's about to happen. Which I used to do hostage mic all the fucking time uh, at the Druid and like a bunch of places where hostage mic was just part of the open mic. You know, a lot of open mics are hostage mics. So anyways, um, I, I'm, by the end of my set, I'm like, fuck it. Like I kind of, I have, we have the resemblance of like a shitty crowd. Like, so now we have like a shitty crowd. I can pass the mic off to Natish and then Natish goes up and he starts like, you know, they're just not giving him the time of day because Natish is fearless in that if he's working on new stuff, he, it doesn't give a fuck. Natish is always it doesn't matter what the show is. He's going to do what the fuck material he wants to do. And I admire that about him because me, I will fucking, I will pull the shoot instantly and do jokes that I'm like, I will never tell this joke again, unless it's a shitty crowd in Burlington on a Thursday night. And I feel like I need to, but he just stuck to his guns and, uh, you know, whoops, it's not, it, maybe the material isn't his top shit, right? But whatever, let's see how it does in this environment. Cause who gives a fuck? And I learned a lesson from him that night. And then he's like, man, doing for comedy, you guys, is like doing uh, comedy is like is like what my parents think that comedy is like. <laughs> or it's like, because it's like, my parents, my parents think I do every night. So fucking funny. Then he had another one. He's like, you guys are looking at me like every, like the, every principal uh, that I went to school. They're like, what the fuck is this kid's name? <laughs> it's just so fucking good. So by the end of it, so now it's Natish and then Kate Davis goes up and she's like a mom, like she's a mom and she does like a lot of jokes about her kids and now she's getting them with the family stuff. And now finally Patrick Hay goes up and Patrick Hay is just a great joke writer. Like, and he got eviscerated by this fucking, some fucking shit magazine, the, the Pearl and something where his album came out and they fucking, this reviewer just trashed him for having, you know, essentially not being like woke, like, you know, like his punchlines are about like going to the store and cats and dogs and how it's not about any social justice commentary. And it's like, well, why does it have to be? Why can't a comedian, like what's, why does a comedian, why is there some fucking, you know, why do they, why is there this responsibility for every comic to go up and comment on fucking social issues? Like, why can't they just go up and be like, yo, cats and dogs, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's a style. So I wrote, so they, this person eviscerated fucking Patrick Hay and I was like, fuck this. And they were calling Patrick Hay derivative, which I was like, here's, I was like, I, I don't know what the line was, but it was like something along the lines of like, uh, criticizing something as derivative is derivative is, is a derivative criticism. Like if you don't have anything thoughtful to say about a piece of art, other than that, it's derivative in your criticism, then your criticism is also derivative of other criticisms. So it's like, you're not actually offering like any subtle nuance or any, you know, anything because Patrick, like it, like it, despite whether, so anyways, I wrote a review of this review 
where I was just like, this review is garbage. And I like backed it up with like facts and like what the job of a, cause there is a place in culture for a critic. Um, I think uh, they just have to be a subtle and nuanced critic. And I don't, and, and I don't think that a, uh, a critic can, can has has the authority to call something good or bad but it is the critic's job to contextualize the art form and and give the piece of art context and within that context they may may be allowed to offer opinion but there is no such thing as good or bad especially when we're talking about a professional artist to the point where they're releasing something that a critique of your a critic of your acclaim and esteem would consider even uh reviewing you know what I mean? Art critics don't fucking look at macaroni paintings, you know, so whatever. So anyways, Patrick goes up and he's the exact what they needed. He's cats and dogs. He's fucking black guys got big dicks. He's fucking, you know, he's doing jokes that are amazing and are are necessary. So he starts fucking smashing. And now Patrick's getting like applause breaks on what I started, uh, what I saddled up on was a wild and free Bronco. This guy's now doing fucking show pony tricks on this crowd. And I was like, yeah, man, like that is what I'm fucking talking about. Like that's comedy. Like Natish sticking to his guns, uh, Kate going up and fucking also like, you know, having a, a, a relatable point of view. Everyone has a fucking mom. And then Patrick going up and just doing jokes fucking jokes i was like damn i learned a lot fucking i learned a lot so anyways uh and then saturday i didn't do stand-up because i wanted to hang out with my fucking wife so we went to this bar <laughs> we went to this bar called the appellation in georgetown to watch this band shotgun nun which uh, they look exactly like how you think all of them are white guys 50s and they're doing covers uh, just like my band. It's literally just like my band. But this guy was like so fucking annoying. And you could tell like he was just arrogant. Like he was high on himself. Like this was their gig. And that he wrote fucking Hooked on a Feeling. <laughs> and they did Tweeter and the Monkey Man. And he was just like, you could tell this guy like. And that's the other thing about Southern Ontario cover bands is like a lot of these guys have stories of being close to the action. Right. In the 90s and the 80s. You know, a lot of these 50-year-old singer guys, 60-year-old singer guys, they were around and they might have even been the vocalist for fucking Harlequin or or April Wine or fucking Prism or Platinum Blonde or any one of these fucking CanCon fucking bands. And this guy was singing Tweeter and the Monkey Man like he wrote the song. Twitter and the monkey man and stayed up all night selling cocaine and hash. Turn on cover cup. Tweeter and the monkey man is a song by the traveling Wilburys. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, who? what's the Canadian fucking cover? Tweeter and the monkey man cover. I feel like there was a cover. The headstones. Yeah, and the headstones are Canadian. The headstones got to be Canadian. Oh, yeah. They're formed from Kingston. Exactly. In <laughs> 1989. There you go. So that's what, exactly what I'm talking about. Tweeter and the fucking Monkey Man, as covered by the Headstones, was being as covered now by Shotgun Nun at the Appalachian Pub and Eatery in Georgetown. And fuck, man, was it ever funny. And these guys sucked. They're ba like, they didn't suck. Well, they kind of sucked. They weren't bad musicians. But their mix sucked, and, like, their just whole vibe was just, like, we're shotgun none, and we're, like, you're <laughs> you're here to see us, <laughs> which I guess technically I was, 
because I did see that they were. <laughs> oh, I never considered this, but I guess I technically was there to see Shotgun Nun. But it was more so the fact that it was like they, any any band that I was there, I was more at the venue because they're a live music venue, and these guys were a four piece band, and I prefer to watch rock bands over like acoustic at bar. Just because the acoustic guy, like, I get it. Like, okay, it, that's good. But, you know, let me hear some fucking drums. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, anyways, we went and watched Shotgun Nun. And then after a while, this guy is getting all drunk. And he's going off a rant about fucking... He's going on some fucking vaguely racial rant about how he, like, escaped Brampton. <laughs> and he's, like, happy to be in Georgetown. Which is like a notoriously like white, overtly white community. And uh, I don't know. It was just, it was like me and Court were like, is that, was that like, was that about race? Like he got his, done his little rant and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, was that, that seemed to be about race. <laughs> and then he's like talking about Remembrance Day and he's just like, yeah, Remembrance Day is today. And, you know, I'm thankful for everything they fought for. But, uh, you know, I don't want to get political, so I'll just leave it at that. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Like, are you are you left-wing? Are you right-wing? Like, are you some libertarian? Are you some fucking peace freak? Like, what are you? Like, what does that even mean? Like, were you about to be like, but you know, but but we let them down, and there's a lot of people coming in now that shouldn't be, and <laughs> like, what the fuck is Shotgun Nun? And like just the name of the band, Shotgun Nun. It's like such a like, ooh, like we're we're edgy, we're fucking Shotgun Nun. It's like a band name generator name. So yeah, if you want a shitty fucking dad rock band to come to your house for three hundred fifty bucks, Shotgun Nun will probably do it. <laughs> okay, promotional consideration for this week of Drew is provided by our patrons. Would you like access to a bonus podcast? Uh, bonus podcast, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Extra fucking podcast, music podcast, uh, as well as the warm, fuzzy feeling that you get for supporting uh, an independent podcast. You get a, a personalized shout out. You could be like these fine folks: uh, Josh, Alicia, Iron Eagle, James, uh, New Guy, Mark, Nick, and Mac, uh, Bubba, Marnus, motherfucking Street Demon, our number one fan, Joel, and in the Hall of Fame, call it Andre Blair and Terrence. Say the name. What up? What am I? Hi, Mink. Papa Mink gonna have a baby in a few days. Papa Mink. Papa Mink, go to patreon.com slash DrewBame. Sign up for as little as five bucks if you're dumb. Seven bucks if you play guitar and you are dumb. Nick talked me out of changing the Patreon. Because he's like, it ain't about the fucking... It ain't about the music. It's about the man. <laughs> or something. Anyways, thank you. And I appreciate you. And I, you know, and if you're listening to this right now, I love you. And I appreciate you. And you mean the world to me. Go to patreon.com slash DrewBame. Sign up for as little as five bucks. Also, promotional consideration. KickTotsCannabis.cc. Nick and Mac just bought a fucking... Like a fucking dealer's worth of dope. <laughs> that's a me that's a unit of measurement. A dealer's worth of dope uh, from KingTuzCannabis.cc, and they are happy. I'm fucking happy. I'm chipping away. They sent me this pink Kush, uh, Death Bubba Muerte, buddy. Listen to that. That's just a bag crinkling, but fuck, is it ever nice? And they sent me this fucking cannon of a joint that I'm currently chipping away at. I don't even know where it is. Uh but it's I know it's my it's stanking up my something, stanking up a coat of mine somewhere. Anyways, go to kingtotscannabis.cc, use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order. That's what you will get. Did you know the Headstones were among the top 150 best-selling Canadian artists in Canada among the top for 35 best-selling bands, Canadian bands in Canada? 
What the fuck? Between 1996 and 2016, Headstones were among the top 150 best-selling Canadian artists in Canada and among the top 35 best-selling Canadian bands in Canada. I don't know what that means. Just the Headstones suck. Ah, selling cocaine and hash. This guy's also the co-creator, executive producer of the mayor of Kingstown. Damn. The lead singer of the Headstones. Good for fucking him. Jeremy Renner's in that. No fucking shit. Unreal. Okay, anyways. What the fuck am I talking about? Go to kingtownscannabis.cc. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order. Okay, now we're going to do Down Home Blues. We're going to play a little guitar. Hey, stick around. Stick around for a second. Why don't you? Okay. E. Mixolydian. I don't particularly like modes. Mixolydian is hard. Sounds fucking... I don't like it. <laughs> I prefer the Aeolian mode, man. Nah, you know I fucking... Bonus? <laughs> 